shaking bacon um so this this is this is um a really big step for me um i'm excited to actually take this step in a way um excuse my dryer that just randomly came on um <laughs> but um i'm super duper excited um i'm starting to do my facebook live videos again each week with my podcast so my um my listeners can actually interact with me on the days that, you know, I do my podcast. You know, we can joke back and forth, talk back and forth, argue back and forth. You know what I'm saying? And actually, you know, um, shout you guys out on my podcast. You know what I'm saying? So like we do each week, I hope everybody had a good, great week. Um, my week, you know what I'm saying, was pretty, 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 um, pretty jam-packed. Not too many things going on, you know what I'm saying? Um obviously you know your boy's still in grad school you know and uh that that's going you know it, it's going as you know in any any other you know grad student would say you know well not 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 in that way but it's like it, it's going you know what i'm saying it's going you know what i'm saying can't complain really so um what else did i do this week what else did i do this past week um i had two like i did two engagements uh speaking engagements with ak side speaking engagements but i actually did just like two little um you know speaking engagements or um events with ak side um here on grand valley's campus um just helping my uh fellow brothers out you know being that great alumni and everything you know the guy kind of you know, he kind of trying to push me back into leadership, which is kind of crazy because I told him, I'm like, listen, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really, no, you know, you know, I'm a leader, but you know, I'm not the leader that you, you know, you know, that I ain't that typical leader, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, so it was like, you know, I'm a leader and, uh, you know, I'm like, I don't want to try to, it's, it's funny because I wasn't trying to get pushed into leadership you know, as much, so it's like, I wasn't trying to go there, but, um, honestly, it was just like, you know, I'll, I'll help out, and more so than helping out, I felt like, um, I was actually really, you know, giving, um, great advice, um, to some future entrepreneurs, you know, I met, we did a, um, a Shark Tank event, um, and the event was dope, 
like for all the people that actually came out for y'all to to actually come up with the ideas that y'all actually came up with was ridiculously dope so um shout out to that so yeah man my week was good um post your weeks down at the bottom you know what i'm saying um uh, like i said we're gonna let some people trickle in um as the day goes but for my Facebook Live viewers, let me just give you a rundown of how my actual podcast goes and now how Facebook Live will actually be incorporated into the podcast. So, as usual, if you are an avid listener of the show, um, you will basically get two videos. One video one video will do the first half of the show as I do on my podcast, and then the second video will do the second half of the show, which will be called Real Talk or um, Vontae's Real Talk. So we're going to um, do one half and then the second half just two videos. All right. So you just keep keep with me for a minute. You know, in that break, I'm probably just going to, you know, try to just, you know, get some water or something like that. But um, we'll just tell them to take like a 30 second break. But other than that, we're just going to keep rolling with the show because we got a jam packed show today. Listen, 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 I listen. Y'all missed me last week. I wasn't here last week. You feel me? I wasn't here to do my podcast last week because I was I was literally preparing for this. So I have a lot, a lot to talk about today. I have a lot to get into. So let's break this down for the first half of the show because the first half is going to be a little long. So the first half of the show today, we're going to talk about the NFL. For sure, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Donald Trump and how the NFL... Everybody is 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 kind of in love with the NFL now for standing with the players, but I have a lot to get into about that. Like it's it, mm, I, mm, okay. Um, we're gonna talk about Kevin Hart. Uh, you know what I'm saying, Lord, Lord. We're gonna talk about Kevin Hart. Um, we're gonna talk about Usher too because y'all gonna stop coming for my man. Like y'all gonna stop coming for my man's Usher man. Chill. Dog, dang, like, it, it was just posted in the shade room just a week ago that somebody claiming that he done slept with a man. I'm like, damn, what, like, y'all, y'all gonna leave my mans alone, legit. Um, we're also gonna talk about Ball in the Family, um, Ball in the Family follows LeVar, Lonzo, Melo, Jello, um, and they have a new Facebook, uh, show, uh, on, uh, on Facebook, <laughs> they have a new reality show on Facebook, so and it's pretty dope. I've, I've watched it, so I'll, I'll you know I'll give my take on that. And then let me tell you, it's a secret. OJ is out. I repeat, I repeat, I said OJ is out. <laughs> no, for real, OJ is out. Um, OJ is out. And then for the second half of the show, for Vontae's real talk of the day. I think you know. I think I want to go into more so understanding a person, uh, our individual, our individual, um, our worth as um, as individuals. Just just not as men and women, but that, but but as individuals as well. So you know, I'm going to go real deep into that in uh, in the second half of the show. So um, let's get straight into it. We not we not going you know we're not going to play around anymore. Let's get straight into it. So let's talk about. Um, OJ getting out. So if y'all know OJ, OJ, you know, um, OJ Simpson, former football player, former um, TV personality, actor, um, and deemed by the community, uh, definitely killer, um, is getting out on parole. Um, Either, I believe it was today, if I seen it, 
right? Um, Rose was released today, or you will be get out tomorrow. I believe it was today, but don't quote me. Make sure I was right. Um, but yeah, OJ is out. So I've already said, listen, I've already said OJ has about two places that he needs to go. He needs to go to uh, the Kardashian house because he needs to sit there and, add, uh, and tell Chris, listen, I need a check because you're not going to act like Chloe, not my daughter. Come on now. You're not going to act like you're not going to sit here and tell me Chloe is not my daughter. You know what we did in that hotel room. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But still, but that's what I'm saying. But just, just, just in my mind, I can literally see. I can literally see like OJ going to uh, Chris and be like, yo, Chris, um, you need to, uh, you need to get this together. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Chloe is mine. You know, Chloe is my, that's, that's, that's my seed. That's, that's not his seed. That's my seed. You knew that. You knew that. You knew you was messing around with somebody else. I'm sorry to tell you, but you, you knew you was messing around with me. You better stop playing. And then the second house he's going to go to is, um, is Jay-Z's because either he's going to smack the shit out of Jay-Z from writing a song about him or he's going to be like, listen, I'm going to need some royalties because you're not going to write a song about me and be disrespectful like that. But you know what? I, you know what? On like, all honesty, honestly, I, I hope that OJ does not get any type of reality show. I hope OJ does not get any type of like... Um, any type of show, period. Just on the on the simple fact that OJ really just needs to just, you know, drift into the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, you 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 have kids now. Your kids have kids, and now you just need to be in their lives. You know what I'm saying? You need to now just be a part a part of them. You know what I'm saying? You just need to be with them and a part of them, and and not really. Um, not not to say you're not supposed to be a part of society. No, 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 no. Be a part of society. You know what I'm saying? That that that's what this actual you know parole is for you. You know what I'm saying? Being a part back of society. You know what I'm saying? But also being a part of your children and your children's children's lives, not your grandchildren. So shout out to OJ for getting out. Um, that's dope. Um, so hopefully you um, hopefully everything works out for you. So. Let's get into let's get into ball in the family. Ball in the family. I'm balling. No, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, so ball in the family. If you guys already know, um, if you or if you haven't known, uh, Lavar, Alonzo, Jello, and Mello, uh, the Ball family have actually um, gotten a reality show on Facebook Live. Not Facebook Live, but on Facebook, actually, on a reality show. And it's actually doing pretty real. Um, but the show follows them um, through Lonzo's, um, through Lonzo's basically, you know, first year um, as a Laker, um, starting from basically the UCLA, um, his, his Sweet 16 to his draft day to even now. So it's, it's basically following them around. Um, you know, as a family, Jello going to UCLA and being a star basketball player there. Melo um, being a star basketball player now, um, looking up to his brothers and everything. Um, Tina, as she's going through her um, her recovery from her stroke. And then LeVar Ball. Let me just say something about Mr. Ball. 
Mr. Ball, I, I, I have I have a a new just found respect for you as as just a man. Just a, you, you, you I, like everybody crucified you for a long time about how you were raising your kids and how you were treating them and how you were you know just just being just crazy in the media. And I've always said like you know Levar Ball is doing nothing. He's he's doing nothing nothing harmful than what the Kardashians have already done with their kids, with, um, hell, with, uh, uh, Miss Norwood and Ray J and Brandy, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing that they want more than to see your kids shine. So, a lot of people crucified you for how you, how you handle yourself, um, in the media, and, but I just feel like that's you. You know what I'm saying? Um, do I agree with a lot of things that you say? Not at all. But do I like you as an overall human being? Yes, I do. You are you are, are a dope individual. Um, and then what made me just respect you more as an individual was how how you're taking so good care of not only your sons but your wife and holding down the house as a as a as an African American father, like and, and 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 I don't think that's the thing. I don't think a lot of 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 white America, it, even in the sports world, white America in the sports world. Let's just let's just go there. White America in the sports world. I don't I don't think y'all were ready for an actual father who was so. Um, how do I say? Uh, just out there as LeVar Ball, so vocal, so passionate, so raw like LeVar Ball, you know what I'm saying? And um, and never held back his tongue like LeVar Ball, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think the sports world was ready for that. I don't think white America was ready for that, honestly. Um, but honestly, I don't really think white America is ready to see a black father actually do what I know black fathers can do. You know what I'm saying? And actually be a father, be a husband, and be a man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I feel like, I, and you have to watch the show because, you know, it's, it's, it really just, and and for me, I don't I don't watch it for Lonzo. I actually watch it for LeVar, LeVar and Tina. You know what I'm saying? Because they're actually, it, it shows their love for each other. It shows the type of passion that, and, and drive that LeVar has to make his woman better because he's like I just remember him saying in one episode I don't I don't need the doctor's help I'm helping her every step of the way we got it we got this and he literally does it he he does what he needs to do to help her you know what I'm saying he pushes her to the max and everything pushes her um spiritually mentally as she's going through this struggle but it's not even a struggle as he looks at it it's just another hump that they need to get over to get to the that that you know that ultimate goal and it's so it's so great to see like her sons you know it's just so good to see Melo Jello and Lazo just to support and be um just be great um uh just men about it, you know what I'm saying? Holding down the fort, you know what I'm saying, as as great men. So I applaud the balls for that. I applaud them. I, I definitely applaud uh, applaud LeVar for, <laughs> I was about to call him LeVar Lonzo. Uh, I definitely applaud LeVar for that, I, um, for just stepping up and being that man. Um, that literally, you know, doesn't get really seen a lot.
um, in, 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 in media, you know, um, as black men, we are always looked at as either going to jail, selling weed, smoking weed, um, and not doing anything with our lives. But when we actually see a, 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 a black man actually doing what he actually needs to do as um, not only a father and not only as a man, but as a husband, um, I don't think as a society, even in the black community, um, we want to acknowledge that. But um, I'm here to say that I'm acknowledging you because you're just that dope. So um, shout out to LeVar Ball and all that he's doing with his family, okay? So let's go into Kevin Hart. We're gonna we're, we're kind of going to uh, mix uh, Kevin Hart and Usher together because, listen, Kevin Hart and Usher has just been... They've been the two... <laughs> Biggest, they've been one of the two biggest names in the media so far. So as y'all know, Usher like Usher arrived probably about two months ago. You know he was in the media for because they said you know he he gave herpes to um, this voluptuous um, woman and um, and you know it, it was it's a whole big lawsuit over it and I think it's still going on. But now they're slandering my man's name. I don't even want to say slander his name because I don't know the full story. So, I'm just going to say they're just sitting here saying there's allegations that they that he's sleeping with a dude. Now, Usher, listen. I don't know what you're going through, bro. Okay? But something got to give. <laughs> something got to give. You, I ain't heard no new music yet. I ain't heard nothing. I'm, and I know for sure I'm a big Usher fan. I've been listening to him since, um, was it, what was his first album when he was a child? When he was like 17 and he was like this? You know what I'm saying? What the hell? You know, like, what was, like, what was, I'm, I'm trying to understand. Like, when, you know, Usher, I need, I need music. I don't need you to be in headlines no more. And if this is true, Usher, keep your, just, you need to just keep your dick in your pants. Okay, because your dick is just getting you in trouble. You need to keep your dick in your pants because it just, it, 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 lit. keep it in your pants. Keep it in your drawers. Put your drawers up, okay? Lock your belt and secure it, period, okay? Just don't do it no more. And, and you know what? You know what? That goes for you too, Kev, Kevin Hart, since you don't know how to lock your shit up, okay? Because I was real hurt. I was really hurt. I was really hurt. But I'm not surprised. I was hurt, but I was surprised. And then a lot. This is the thing about Kevin Hart. And this is let me let me say this now because this is not to disrespect Kevin Hart. This is not to disrespect his family. This is not to disrespect his, his, his ex-wife, his um, his new wife, and Nico. I think she's beautiful and vivacious. However, let's actually look at the scenarios here. Let's actually look at the scenarios here. Now, a lot of people thought Kevin Hart was a family man. Now, I'm not saying Kevin Hart isn't a family man. But, people looked up to him as a family man. Okay, well, I'm not saying that he doesn't take care of his family. I'm not saying that he's not a provider. I'm not saying that he doesn't maybe do what LeVar, LeVar does. What I'm saying here is, you... How does my mom, my mama always say, 
And, uh, you know, I think this is a common phrase. This is a common, like, saying, you get them, you get them how you lose them or something like that. You know, you, 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 you get them. It's, it's something. You know, you, you get them how you keep them or you get them how you lose them. It's something like that. So let's think about Kevin Hart for a minute. Kevin really, Kevin Hart, honestly, um, in the in in real eyes, not saying that he should not be a family man, but you have to look at. Um, everybody's asking like, why did he cheat? Well, you have to look at what happened, honestly. And I mean, look at it from the full picture. Kevin Hart was with his ex-wife when he cheated on his ex-wife with his new wife, which was the side woman to his ex-wife, right? Okay, so let me, let I, I know for some of y'all that was a lot, but let me just pin that, pin that together, okay? So his ex-wife, his then wife, when he was married and everything, you know, through his stand-up and everything, he got with his new wife, right? And Nico, and Nico was the side girl, right? So then he broke up with his ex-wife, divorced his ex-wife, got married to his side chick, Aniko, which is now his new wife, and she's pregnant with his new child, right? Now he's cheated again with another side chick. Now, I'm not saying that he's about to leave Aniko. I'm not saying that at all because... I believe they showed a picture of the girl that he cheated with, and I believe if you left Nico for that, I would definitely slap the shit out of you. Like you, you're just a dumbass if you did that. But neither here nor there. Um, but think about this. Like, like I said, if 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 you just run down the list, you 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 sit here and you think about. Okay, well. He's a family man, but he done cheated this way, this way, this way, this way. And uh you 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 think this you you think this man is an actual family man. Like a lot of people were under his comments when he when he posted the video, I got a target on my back. You know, all that bullshit. And everybody was like, you cheated on Aniko. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw so many comments under the video like, oh, my God. I'm so surprised. Why? I'm not. I'm, 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 this is not surprising to me. I was hurt. But I wasn't surprised. And I'm not surprised that she's not going to leave. Why? He's $70 million. He ain't go she ain't going nowhere. And that's bad to say, but that's the reality. I'm I'm sorry to say it like that, you know what I'm saying? But y'all know how I do it. I'm just keeping real with you. That's just the reality of it. She she ain't going nowhere. She 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 really not going nowhere. Like where she gonna go? You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's and that's really bad to say because Aniko is so beautiful and she has her own. But you get them. How you lose him. You know what I'm saying? You got him when he was in a relationship. Do you want to lose him to another one? He probably not going to do that. But, the, you know, and I think we don't think about stuff like that. So, 
Kevin Hart, Usher, y'all need to get it together. Okay? Now, like, please get it together. Like, today. Today. Today needs to be the day that y'all get together. All right? All right. So, before we get into our next video, which is Devontae's Real Talk of the Day, we have one more topic to discuss. And I am pretty upset with a lot of things about this topic. Um, so, let's get into the NFL. Let's get into Donald Trump. Let's get into all this whitewashing and protesting and bullshit. Um, so, as many of you have heard... Known, seen, read, viewed, however you want to call it. Um, Donald Trump basically called all the people that were protesting on the NFL or in the NFL, all the players, sons of bitches, right? And I think he called some of the players mom, sons of bitches, I believe, something like that. And it caused an uproar. Cause an uproar. Now, let me just say this before I go any further. I want to shout out Colin Kaepernick. Now, I, I said Colin wasn't going to make it on my show again because we talked about a lot. We talked to him about a lot. And it wasn't a, in, in a negative light, but I just wanted to not like put so much light on him because he was getting so much attention and more so in a negative light than in a positive light. And... Me putting it in that positive light, I felt at one point it wasn't getting shown a lot. But um, I actually had to retract that statement because, <clears throat> you know, Colin Kaepernick has definitely been a positive light. And I said that since me saying, uh, um, me talking about him on my podcast. Um, I've always said that, you know, ever since he lost his job or ever since he went became a free agent, that he was not going, he probably wasn't going to play football again. That it, this was, this was a, um, his calling wasn't football. You know, he played his game, but his calling is activism. It's something way more um, structured and deeper than that. So, um, God had another plan for Kaepernick. And it brought, it, it, it started to bring people together in a way. Um, but the NFL decided to now stand with some of the players that actually kneel or sit down or do, do whatever during the national anthem. Here's where I have a problem with all of this BS. Okay, so Colin Kaepernick kneeling down was a testament and a protest to unarmed black men getting gunned down um, by cops, right? And then cops that did not get any type of punishment for that, okay? Right, so he got condemned for that over over the past year and a half. Am I not correct? Right. So he got condemned for that over the past year. And a lot. And, and some players still with him. Michael Bennett. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The Bennett brothers. Um, Marshawn Lynch. Um, different, different NFL players um, actually stood with him. And did that protest as well. We get to this point now. 
And so many people, i.e. Ray Lewis, have sat here and discredited Colin Kaepernick for what he's done. I've even said on my on my show countless times that even if he did not vote, which was really dumb, he still stood for something. It was a peaceful protest. So many NFL sports, basketball um, players have been um, and and Hall of Famers have stood by him, but some to a few have definitely. Discredit him. So when the NFL shield gets targeted, like gets shot like a bullet by the president of the United States, now you want to stand with us? Now the owners want to lock arms. Now the owners. The coaches, more players, decide that they want to stay, uh, take a knee or sit down. This is where I have a problem. What the fuck are you protesting? Because now this is becoming a whitewashed situation. Oh my god, situation. Hold on, y'all. Sorry, y'all. Patrick called me. <laughs> had, to, had to hang up on him. Sorry, Patrick. I hung up on you. I apologize. But this became a, a whitewash situation. Into where now, <laughs> in a way, everything that Colin Kaepernick actually kneeled down for, the actual meaning of the kneeling... Is, is just done. The actual kneeling is just over. It's done. It, 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 it doesn't represent anything now. It's over. It, it, it's a done deal. You see what I'm saying? So, now that we have, or the NFL has now sat here and whitewashed every little thing that Colin Kaepernick demeaned. And let, I'm not done. I'll, I'll get to <laughs> I get, I got some more stuff to talk about. I'm not done. Now that the um, NFL has literally sat here and tried to whitewash everything, it feels to me that now more players decide that they want to take a knee, that they want to lock arms and shit. Hmm. Hmm. What the fuck are you protesting? Is what I want to know. What are you protesting? Please, somebody, anybody, let me know. Let me get on Ray Lewis real quick before I go any further. Ray Lewis decided that he wanted to sit here and crucify that man Colin Kaepernick. Go watch FS1's Undisputed with my uncle Shannon Sharp and um, uh, Skip Bayless. Go watch them. It was in the summer, I believe, that literally Ray Lewis was not only on their show, but was on Colin Coward's show and said the same thing. And then what do you do? What do you do 
Not only do you kneel, you take two knees to the fucking ground. What the fuck you kneeling for? Oh, now you want to kneel? Boy, you couldn't even get up with all that arthritis in your damn knee. Get the hell out of here. Like, all these players want to lock arms now. Like, all these players want to kneel now. Like, all these Are you serious? Are you serious? Now we want to kneel because the shield is getting attacked. Not because black people have been getting attacked for fucking years. Now when fucking Colin, Ka uh, Colin Kaepernick stood on the knee and nobody wanted to support him. Now that the shield is getting attacked, now everybody want to lock arms, kneel and shit. Are you serious? So no, I don't, in a way, mm, I want to say I don't feel bad for those who are starting to kneel, who have been seeing what's been going on. Listen, I don't feel bad for those players who are losing those endorsements. If you have seen Colin Kaepernick do what he has done for about a year, been crucified from everybody, to from the president to damn near every 30, all 32 damn near um NFL owners because they didn't give him one type of job. So I say from Donald Trump to all 32 and y'all sit here and y'all crucified this man. Crucified. It wasn't no black players that stood up for him and said, yes, he can make it on our team. Nobody. 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 And I damn where no, nobody. And I want somebody to come on here and tell me that you that some NFL players stood up for him. Other than the ones that I've named and a few others. But actually standing up for him and actually saying, yeah, I think he needs a job. No, because you're too scared to lose yours. And see, that's the thing. We're so scared to lose our job, black folks, in fucking pop black positions of power, especially in the NFL. Y'all don't understand in the NFL and in the, the NBA, we make up them bitches. Hello, they come to see us. Us. Do you see this? You see my skin? You see this? They come to see us. They come to recruit us. They are looking for us. And we want to sit here and act like this is just a game? Some, some trending topic? Bet. Bet. Let's let's keep making it a trending topic like we've been doing. Okay? Because we're gonna keep getting killed like we've been doing. I'm sick of this shit, y'all. Now we wanna sit here and lock arms. Now we wanna sit here and and be cordial. Now we wanna sit here and the owners wanna take knees and lock arms. Are you serious? But y'all still not giving my man's no play? Y'all still not giving my man no PT? I can't even rock with y'all. And the NFL players that are now doing this, what are you protesting for? Because I can't rock with y'all neither. And you wonder why the rate is going down. You wonder why shit is going left. You want... Listen. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done right now. I'm done. <laughs> y'all going to make me... I swear. I swear. Y'all... Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Listen. Alright, so the first half of the show is done. Cause <laughs> y'all gonna y'all gonna make me keep going. Um, but we're gonna take a, like a little 
five minute break and then we're going to come back for the second half of the show um Vontae's real talk so we'll be back and make sure you don't leave us we are back 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 i had to give me a cup of water real quick you know what i'm saying i was a little thirsty but uh, we are back. Welcome to your PNA Brother Podcast Live. I'm your boy, Devontae. You know what I'm saying? With the second half of the show. Of course, we are in Vontae's Real Talk of the Day. And today, you know, I was kind of was kind of contemplating on today. Like, what to talk about? You know, like, what to actually talk about? Because, like, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes I feel like I be a little bit too in-depth with shit. You know, sometimes I just be feeling like... <clears throat> But um, sometimes I just be feeling like I'm just a too in-depth with a lot of stuff. But then sometimes I feel like maybe I just need to, you know. Maybe I need to be in a little depth and a little deep with um, some stuff. So um, today's topic is really just um, understanding um, your worth. Um, just not as a man or a woman, but just as an individual. Um, and I, I, I want to really talk to my millennials, um, and the generation that's under me. Uh, I think, I think one of the questions, um, that I was asked at the, uh, AK side event about talking about entrepreneurship is really, um, what was one, some of my biggest hurdles and then, um, or what are some of my biggest hurdles even now? And then what is, honestly, uh, you know, some of the challenges that you go through and um, just just in being, um, you know, just, just in being in this, this, this space of entrepreneurship, where, where do you see yourself? What is your target market? And I remember them asking me some of the questions and, you know, all the hurdles, like I said um, in the first video. Um, just came, you know, just they they came and I, and I felt them, and it, it's it's amazing to see me, you know, um, so 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 grown now, you know, my growth through um, um, through my transition so far. I've only been doing this for uh, eight months, and. Just to see the little steps, the little steps that I've been taking into um, growing my company um, is great. But like I said, um, my target market really is for um, my millennials and for the generation uh, under me. I'm not, it's really not here to try to make a book off of uh, anybody. It's really trying to sit here and honestly help, um, help my millennials, you know what I'm saying? And help the generation under me because I feel like there won't be any help for the generation under us and I, I, I want to be that type of leader to help them um, in any way shape or form I, I, I just went into a whole testimonial you know what I'm saying I'm sorry y'all but that you know it, it just happens like that but let's get into the actual topic understanding our work um, as an individual but that's the first thing you have to do as honestly as understanding your worth as an individual you have to understand your purpose um, your path and life and what and, and, and kind of what um your what you're going through um one thing that i can definitely say is that every every test that you go through it is a test to see 
to see if you can literally push through that barrier, that particular situation, that particular barrier that is holding you hostage. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to um, uh, Shackles uh, this morning by Mary Mary because I, you know, I, I had Mary Mary in my head all weekend. Like, I was like, man, I'm gonna listen to God. I listen to God and me, Shackles. Um, go get it. Um, go get it's your time. You know what I'm saying? That's my jam. You know, like listen. You know, and I was just listening to the songs, and you know, jamming and everything. And uh, I was listening to Revolution. You know, I have I had my whole gospel playlist playing today. And in that gospel playlist, just this playing some of those songs, I was just it, it just came with a common thing like um, understanding that everything that you have been through is 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 for something that is coming for you. You know what I'm saying? And and that may not make some type of sense right now, but everything that you're going through right now. Everything, every little, every little nook and cranny that you're going through right now is making you stronger every day, every day. First of all, we have, we have, if you have the ability to wake up in the morning, that's a blessing. That is, that is, that is a true blessing right there because some people don't have that ability. And, and I know a lot of people, I know our moms, our grandma, our grandfathers, I, I know our old, our old heads have said that to us plenty of times. And I know as younger generation, we, you know, we don't grasp it as, as, as hard, but, you know, I had to grasp it really quick because literally God can change you just like that. He can switch something from bad to good, good to bad, like literally and just like that, you know what I'm saying? And with understanding your worth, you have to understand that, you know, people are going to talk, people are going to look at you, um, and switch up on you and and maybe not even you know be that friend that they were that they said they were going to be to you um you know or be that loved one or be that significant other or just be that caring individual that they say they were to you you know and, and sometimes we lose our worth in other people we give them the ability to 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 gain power over us we 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 allow them to um, honestly, you know, take that power and do whatever they want to with it. You know what I'm saying? And once we kind of lose that power and and lose our worth as a person, we sit there and we kind of just, you know, fall into depression. You know, it, it happens. You, you, you fall into some type of, not even some type, but a, a type of depression where it's just like you don't want to actually, um, actually function. You know, and once you lose yourself, some of us don't know how to actually come up from the actual gutter. You know what I'm saying? When you, when I, I look at, I look at when you, when you, when you go through a breakup. Most of us, and especially in, in in my generation and the generation below us, when we break up with somebody, we we love to sit here and say. I don't I don't want to be in a relationship because fuck niggas or fuck or fuck bitches. I don't want to do this. This is not it. I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. None of that. One thing I had to learn, and this is I think this is why I love talking to my old heads, is that no matter what situation I'm in, a friendship, relationship, family, whatever, 
your feelings are going to get hurt. Your heart is going to get broken. In some way, shape, or fashion, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And we and we try to pretend that it's not going to happen. But it, it, it happens anyway. And, and we think that broken means shattered. Patrick, what the hell? Oh, my God. So Patrick, so Patrick calls me again, okay, and damn near, damn near messes up the damn video again. But as I was saying, <laughs> um, we lose kind of a a a a uh, we we lose um, our sense of, of of willingness to actually be ourselves because when a heart is broken. It's not really broken. It, it, I don't, I don't want to say it's not really broken, but it's not shattered. You see what I'm saying? It's not shattered. It is not something that is sitting here, honestly, um, um, it is not a, a shattered piece of glass where your heart is now in a million pieces and it can't be repaired. No, when we say like a heart is broken, when you've been hurt, when you've been severely hurt, a severe injury to the heart. It is not to say that your heart can't be repaired because it can't. You know what I'm saying? Um, it can definitely be repaired. You know, it is. It there we go. The, the light is. Hold on, y'all. I'm sorry. My light is bad. Jesus. Okay, there we go. Lord have mercy. Light is just horrible. There we go. All right. We back. We back. You know what I'm saying? My chocolate skin. You know, it was bad, you know what I'm saying? They couldn't see me. Um, but <laughs> but um but honestly, like when you when you when you go through a a a a specific type of breakup and I and I don't mean this in a in a relationship sense, like I said, I I do mean this in a friendship sense because some friends do break up and some friends have been real, real good friends for like decades, decades, years and years and years. And when you go through any type of family drama or friend drama or relationship drama, sometimes it does break your heart. But we have to understand that a broken heart is a fixable heart. See, we kind of lose trust in everybody once we kind of lose our worth. You know what I'm saying? Once we know, once we know our kind of worth, once we know how much we're worth, once we actually feel how much we're worth once God establishes and tell us how much we're worth we cannot you you you, you don't even have to sit here and honestly under God, why is everybody trying to call me today I, my phone has been blowing up y'all like good lord I'm sorry to everybody that I'm hanging up on but listen I'm doing my podcast right now damn it I'm sorry shit People can't have up on today. Um, but I it's it's honestly to the point where, you know, you 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 sometimes have to understand that understanding your worth it it, it it means going through some trials and tribulations. It means going through the gutter sometimes, and it means again there we go. Jesus, okay. It means going through um those those trench those trenches those tough times every every everything that you're doing is for a reason 
every situation that you go through is for a reason. Now, sometimes as as individuals, men and women both, what we don't like to admit is that we put ourselves in different types of situations and we don't know how to get out of those situations because we we're so we're so locked onto those situations. We're so into those situations. We're so locked into those situations that we don't know how to actually get out of those situations. And when we sit here and we try to ask God to remove us from the situations, God has already removed us from the situation. We're just being disobedient. So because we're being so disobedient, God is literally, literally like, okay, well, I'm over here. I'm chilling. I'm over. I've done my job. I pulled you over here with me. You wanted to go back. I'm over here. You gonna come back or not? You feel me? You have to understand something, y'all. Like, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm. And listen, I am not. I am not the 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 least bit up on the Bible. Okay, not even. Okay, I am not your pastor, your deacon, not even the reverend or the Sunday school teacher. However, I am a really, really, really faith-based man. And I was brought up in the church. You know what I'm saying? And one thing that I really, really had to understand and, 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 and get through my head is that finding God outside of the church for me, was more important than finding him inside of the church. Because so many people will sit here and try to, and I don't know, I'm going off a little bit off key, but let me just, let me just, how this ties into my story, how this ties into the topic. So many people can sit there in church and, you know, tell you what God has for you and whisper in your ear and literally you can have Deacon S. Susan over here. You can have Deacon Roberts over here. You can have the pastor, the first lady. Those types of people, even the pulpit, even, even the sanctuary will sit there and sometimes be in your ear and tell you what God has planned for you because they, they feel as though they're, they're going to prophesy over your life. But one thing, one thing about me was... I hated listening to people, you know, and it wasn't listening in a way like, okay, maybe you are right, but it was telling me what to do in a way, in a way where if God didn't tell me this and you're telling me this, maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's not the same thing. But if I hear from God and I hear from somebody else that I know I can trust. And then somebody else that I know I do trust. Somebody else that I do trust. And it's, it's on a ripple effect. Oh, then maybe I need to act on it. But see, church sometimes is not like that. Sometimes church doesn't give you that. And see, that's why I say for myself, it was finding God outside of church that made me understand how much I am worth to myself. You feel me? Because I don't care to anybody else how much I worth. I know I'm worth a lot to my mom because I'm, I'm, I'm her only. But when it comes to myself, I know how much I'm worth. You feel me? Because I don't have to sit here and flaunt it. I don't have to sit here and, and, and showboat 
how 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 much money I have, what my what my accounts look like, spending account that doesn't matter. Once you understand your worth as a person, you understand that you have so much power within you to let so much of the past shit go that you're just like, okay, you know what? I forgive you. I forgive you. Yes, you did hurt me. And we have to understand something. Once a situation, a personal whatever hurts us, we have to learn from those situations and move and move on. We have to move on. Excuse me. We have to move on. We have to we have to keep moving forward. As as one of my favorite quotes say, life is like a bicycle. In order to keep in order to keep literally pedaling, you have to keep moving forward. Okay? To keep your I'm sorry, to keep your in order to keep your balance, there we go. You have to keep moving forward. Because on a bike, you can't move backwards. Right? You cannot you can you can hit the pedals backwards, but the wheels are not going to turn back. And moving forward does not mean you have to run. Moving forward does not mean you have to sit here and sprint. Hell, you don't even have to walk. You can crawl to God. You can crawl to your path. You can crawl to your purpose. You can then then once you start crawling, once you got once you know you can crawl and stuff, and you start getting up and walking, then that's when you walk. You walk. You keep walking in your faith. And then once you get this walk, you get this pace, you start walking a little bit faster, and now you're sprinting. Now you're sprinting. Now you're feeling your worth. Now you're like, ooh, 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 nobody can stop me. But see, once, the, what we have to understand is sometimes the devil's going to come at us hard, hard. Every time we catch a step, the devil's going to try. And when I say try, he's going to try hard. He's going to try to sit here and knock you down two or three steps back. Boom, 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 boom. Bop, 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 bop. He's going to try to do that. He's going to try to knock you down two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight M's down. For real. He's going to try to knock you down. And that is where... In those steps, in that crawling, in that walking, in that sprinting, in that running, those were obstacles. There were obstacles that you had to go through in those moments. And you had to sit there and actually realize that when you make it to another door, and I've learned this from uh, one of the pastors last week that I shout out to the resolution going to church. Um, um, pastor Jerome Glenn, his pastor, Pastor uh, Ricky Martin. He said, basically, when you when you um when God opens one door, that means all your doors are open. Yes, there are going to be obstacles to get through that door, but that door is open. You're going to get through that door. And that's what we have to understand. We have to understand that obstacles are going to be on our way, but we have to understand our worth and know that we got this. Right? You are worth more than anybody could ever imagine. You are. You. The one I'm pointing to right in the screen. And you have to understand that about yourself. You are beautiful in every way. Your past does not define you. That is your past. Honestly, your past is you and God. 
or whoever you believe to, that is your past. That past is you and whoever you and you talk to up above. That is your past. Your past can literally be talked to. It doesn't have to be communicated with anybody but you and the man upstairs. I'm saying. Because when you sit there and you start talking and everything, a lot of things start hitting the fan, a lot of stress, a lot of things. But now, you know what I'm saying? Now you have to look at it as now we, we, we have to come to a point where us as individuals have to be a lot more a lot more knowing of who we are, what we are, what we're meant to do, what we're called to do, what our purpose is. And then understanding that even through trial and tribulation, we're still growing. We're still getting to know ourselves and we're still getting to understand our worth. But always know that you are worth more than what anybody discredits you for. Anybody. It doesn't matter. You are worth everything and more and more and more and more. You have to understand that and you have to live by that. That your worth as not only a male or, or a woman, but as an individual is more than just your gender. Your skin tone, your your um, your eye your eye color, your hair color, your hair texture, what you put in your hair, what nail color you got, what shoes you got, what shirt you got, what belt you got, what brand you got on, it doesn't matter. You are worth more than what anybody discredits you to be. Understand that, please. I and it, and, it, and it, like I, I and you know like I like I say every time I, I sit here and I say like I'm only going to tell you I'm only going to give to you what I'm either been through or going through. So understanding my worth is a life long journey, but um. I'm understanding myself and understanding my worth every day, and I want others to do the same. I want others to know that you are strong, even when people tell you weak. I know that uh, I want others. I want people to understand that you are beautiful. You are handsome, even when people say that you're ugly or something like that, or uh, you know that that you are amazingly, giftedly, uh, greatastically talented, super talented, that your mind is creative, that you are smart, that you are intelligent, that you are excellent, that you are stuffed. This, knowing your worth, you are everything. So I just want everybody to know that you are worth more than any type of money out there, any type of brain, any type of clothes. You are you, be you, stay you, and do you unapologetically, all right? All right, so that is the Opinionated Brother Podcast Live. We will be back next week. Um, let's see what we got planned. Um, let's see, shout out, shout out, shout out. Um, I will have Miss LaChantel Carson Pops on my show October 15th. She will be on my show to talk about... Um, the Revive Conference here at Grand Valley State University. Her Revive, her um, her org Revive 
we'll be doing a revive conference um and i'll your boy will be a part of it um, for a black male uh, leader sit-in. I'm telling you, man, I told God, listen, I was like, listen, Jesus, I ain't trying to really be thrown in the leadership. He threw me anyway, shit. He said, I don't care. He was just like, here you go. Whoop. All right. All right. Fine, then. Fine. Fine. I'm telling you, Jesus just be like, whoop. <coughs> thrown in the leadership. <laughs> you going. Don't it? I don't care. <laughs> whoop. All right. So, um, I'll be there um, if you can make it out. It'll be October 21st. Um, I'll give all the information when she gives on me all the information. She'll give you the information when she gets on there. Um, shout out to Fabian Haywood and his uh, property management group, Haywood Property Management. Hope y'all doing really, really great things out there. Um, and just to everybody that's grinding, keeping working, um, keeping working, but <laughs> just keep working out there. That's just keep grinding out there. Um, and I know, I know definitely this semester and the times is getting, the, the, the weather is changing. I know that, you know, um, I'm, I'm definitely putting, um, I'm definitely sending prayers everywhere because I know the season is changing. Um, I know, uh, midterms are coming up. I know that, I know that grad students and undergrad students alike are losing their hair right now. I, I'm, I'm trying not to, I hope y'all like the haircut, but, um. Um, I'm just praying for everybody right now, you know what I'm saying? Because I know the seasons are changing. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of my uh, friends, uh, relatives have been passing away lately, so I've definitely been saying some prayers up for them. Um, but just saying some prayers all around, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to get through it, guys. We're going to be straight, you know what I'm saying? So keep up the faith. Keep your head up. Uh, we'll be back next week for a whole new episode. We're going to keep the... Uh, live videos going so be back here next week with us uh i love y'all guys i appreciate y'all and peace out